It's 2022, and the industry is still largely dependent on pitch decks to get a story across, and I think this is really outdated, which is why I'm excited to share our newest brand partner and sponsor for Seed Scout and Forward Thinking Founders, Journey.io. Journey.io takes all of your data sources, whether it be a Notion deck, a Calendly, HubSpot data, a Loom, and connects it all into one place. You can tell your story in a much more efficient way. Doesn't matter if you're selling, you're marketing, or you're doing fundraising. Put all your data, all your information into a journey, and instead of sending a Loom link here and a Google Docs link here and a Vidyard link here and a Pitch link here, just send them a journey link, sell your story, get that money, get that customer, and I promise you, you will find that ROI real quick. If you want to learn more, go to journey.io, and you will be blown away with what they've built, and tell them Forward Thinking Founder sent you. All right, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Seth Sabila and Mikabala, who's the founder of Boast ID. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. So let's get started. Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm excited to have you, and I'm excited to get started, too. So for people that haven't heard of what you're working on, they haven't heard of Boast ID. Uh, what are you working on? What is Boast ID? So Post ID is a platform for emerging and sustainable uh, products that are coming mostly out of emerging markets. So we are looking at luxury and premium brands that are coming out of mostly Africa, South America, and Asia. And we really focus on the sustainability and the impact that it has in the various communities that they operate in, and also just bringing luxury or being sustainable in the luxury space. So that's what we'll, we'll focus on at the moment. So help me understand a little bit on kind of like like how it works for the people that are involved with it. Like, is it almost like a marketplace where some someone puts their clothes, sustainable clothing on a marketplace and someone else purchases them? Or can you kind of walk me through how, how this works in practice? So basically, we're a marketplace that a brand can come on and set up store and start selling. But what we also have is that we have as many content creation tools. We also focus on storytelling. We also still focus on blogging. So brands can come on and actually tell the sustainable journeys, whether it is telling about the artisans that they work with, what causes that they're involved in, where they come from, what are the impacts. So we're a marketplace that also focuses on content creation for these brands to be able to tell the story. So it's an all-in-one at the moment that's slowly but surely growing into being a hub where we can have brand sell the items, be able to inform other people and raise money for the causes. So we're pretty much an all-in-one at the moment. 
And walk me through a little bit of kind of the origin story here. Why did you get started? And tell me about kind of the, the seed. <laughs> oh, it's such a long story. So I'm a tax accountant by profession. And then COVID struck. So I was just sitting at home trying to figure out what to do next. From so when COVID hit and we had a lot of the lockdowns, a lot of artists actually had set up the stores. They really focused mostly on foot traffic. And with lockdown, everybody had to go home. A lot of people didn't have jobs. So Post IT initially started with helping those specific artists, whether it was helping them get onto Instagram, being able to set up websites, being able to sell on the platform that I created in that time. And as time went on, we actually saw that they were doing pretty well for themselves. And I didn't really have a passion for painting paintings or for, you know, crops. And I started getting really involved in finding out how to be sustainable, not just from a food perspective, but also from an apparel perspective. Fashion is like the second largest pollution. So I was like, what exactly is going on with my clothes? And I did a whole research and I found out that clothes are very unsustainable for like on every step of the journey from production to marketing to, you know, selling to consumers. And I try to figure out like what are the brands that I can support wholeheartedly that I know that they're sustainable, they're using proper materials, you know, they're impacting the communities. And I found that we didn't really have that unless you wanted to go into Instagram and spend two hours looking for them. So that's how I ended up turning the platform from being a art platform to being an apparel platform where it was mostly going to be focused on those type of sustainable and impactful brands coming out of these emerging markets. Because we really don't have as many marketplaces like those, and we don't really have as many voices coming out of these markets that are able to tell their stories, that are able to tell their impact and what sustainability means for them. So that's how we pivoted towards moving towards fashion and just really shining a spotlight on those type of, on that market, on that niche market that is not really getting that much attention at the present moment. So that's how both ID came about. We started off in arts and we migrated all the way to fashion and we don't know where we're going to next. <laughs> you never know. It's just an ever evolving situation. It's all about pivoting, talking to consumers, talking to the market, seeing what's out there and how we can help. So I'm curious, like, as you work on this, um, what do you spend your time on? Like, you, you, you know, you started it, you're going, you're, you're operating, but when you wake up and you have, you know, eight hours, 12 hours, however much you work, what, what are you working on? Hours. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's my day always starts and starts the night before. It's always a mental checklist and writing it down. Like, okay, first thing that I need to do, these are who I need to contact. This is what to happen. So I'm up in the morning. First thing that I do is just look at my phone. Unfortunately, I'm guilty for that. I know a lot of people say you shouldn't, but I look at my phone, check my emails after 15 minutes. I am trying to get in the right mind state, whether that is through yoga or just watching TV or reading. Reading is super important. That's also another thing that I've, I've come to notice as an entrepreneur is that you're always constantly supposed to be in touch with your industry. So Google Alerts is amazing. I'm always up just reading what are the headlines for the day, reading what everybody's saying out there in the various sectors. And then it's just getting down to business, whether it's responding to an email, doing outreach, looking at different ways in which the platform can improve, whether it's you know going through a short uh, coding. I'm not a coder, but I've suddenly got into it. I can go back and help the business. So it's really just about finding everything efficient, talking to as many brands that I can, talking to as many customers as I can, and just going through that every hour, just trying to figure out how to make the platform more visible and more efficient. 
And if you were to kind of look out into the future, you know, five, 10 years, what do you see as the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in? I want it to be a hub. I know it, it sounds a little bit whew, grand, but I really do want it to be a hub where designers can come and learn, where, you know, brands are able to start up really small and then go to something bigger, where people can come and connect and talk about sustainability in the fashion industry. I just really want it to be a place of connection where people are able to really put forth what they see fashion should be in the future, whether it is through talking about new materials that are coming in, what causes they can be building. You know, uh, fashion or sustainability in fashion is something that is suddenly growing and we find a lot of schools now introducing that into their curriculum. You know, really, I really want it to be a resource and a hub and just a connection space for designers from any sector, from any environment, from any region to come in and to learn something new for consumers to buy something, knowing that this is the cause that they're supporting. These are the brands that have been working on it. These are the artisans that are behind the brand. So I just really want it to be that type of hub construction, you know, connection space where people can come together. I, I, the closest that I can get it to is maybe, you know, the new sustainable Facebook in a way, <laughs> because I really want that connection for people to really come in and talk about the different things that they have, being able to sell, being able to work on projects, being able to, to, to trade information as much as possible. Yeah, I think I know it's such a terrible one to say Facebook, so maybe I should be going for another marketplace. But in terms of the connection that I want in it, that's the element that I think a lot of marketplaces are missing. And in order to make that happen, like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you yeah. is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Looking for partners, people it, to get on the platform? I do everything. <laughs> I need everything at the moment. You know, I as I said earlier, I was a tax accountant and I basically taught myself how to code, how to use non-coding tools. I've been also just taking courses and learning how to market and everything like that. So I realized that part of my journey with both ideas is also part about enriching myself as a person and learning new skills. So I'm all about really just connecting with people, talking with people, finding out how we can help each other. I'm constantly learning from the brands that I actually work with. There's been some really amazing stuff that I didn't know about. So it's really about having a community, which I think is the most important thing, especially as a solo entrepreneur, to be able to turn to somebody who's maybe been in the same journey as you or who's going through it with you, or maybe they have may have a different view of the same problem that you're trying to fix. So it's really about community. It's also really about you know fundraising. Money is always tough at the very beginning because you are not selling a product yet. You are selling your vision. You are selling your determination to, to investors. You're selling, selling your soul basically and saying, guys, please help me build this and have trust in me to actually carry through with this vision. So it's definitely about community. It's definitely about fundraising. It's definitely about skill improvement as well, whichever opportunity that allowed you to upgrade yourself as a founder, just to learn something new that can be imparted into your business to make it more efficient. But that's what I'm always constantly looking for, the different communities that are out there. If it's not a fit, then I don't get involved, but uh doesn't have anything. So it's definitely the three that I'm looking to getting from the community. And then for my last question, as someone wanted to learn more about what you're doing, where can they find you on the internet? Do you have a website, social media, presence, email address, anything like that? 
We have everything. We've got a website at bothid.com. Instagram is bothid. Um, everything basically is bothid was there. We are currently working at improving our socials as we speak right now. So it's just, we are, you can find us at bothid. Everything is bothid, basically. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.